All right, welcome back. It is Just Kickball Volume 28. This is Ricky. Happy Thursday. How are you doing today? Oh, man, it's it's podcast day. It's podcast day. <laughs> it's Thursday. We watched a little uh, Thursday night football, the Chargers versus the, the Raiders in Las Vegas. The Chargers coming up with an upset victory against Las Vegas. Crazy game. Oh, man, that was a crazy game. Um, that fumble, fumble play at the end of the game. Yeah. I haven't seen that happen. I almost thought that was a touch touchback. Yeah, you know what's funny is that uh, I th- I think that that is uh, what's referred to as the holy roller rule. It's a ga- it's a it was a rule that was created uh, because of a game that happened against the Chargers and the Raiders, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. where under two minutes uh, the ball was kicked forward, and as the players were trying to fight for the ball, the ball kept on advancing. It ended up in the end zone. The game ended with a touchdown in the end zone. Because of this fumble, dude. Sports are sports are crazy. You know, like just just the way we compete and like um, and challenge ourselves against each other. And then like you got to create like these are all made up games, mm-hmm. right? They're all made up games. But you got to create these rules for like these made up games that that just in case this one scenario happens under these situations, you know it. It's so it's like sports are like the craziest, weirdest collection of things we do that, you know, make us human, you know, like make us interesting beings. Absolutely. It's funny. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to tie this back all together. This is the the professional broadcaster developing, as you (laughs) see in front of your eyes. But um, this this leads me into a conversation that we had this week with uh, Eric about uh, what would potentially be referred to as the teabag rule. Oh, do you okay. remember that? Uh, he brought something up about like, like, well, in the future, teabag, those aren't kicks. Yeah. So uh, from what I understand, there's going to be a rule that underdog's going to throw out there because of the way that uh, you know the professional uh, ground ball kicker that that uh, Travis is. Uh, they're they're going to create a rule to disallow that. Okay, hold up. Let me call time out here. We haven't even like done our our. Uh, Katie's tasty treat. Yeah. Oh, let's. Sorry, let's. Let's. Uh, we got derailed. We started talking about sports, and uh, you know how I can get with that. So yeah, let's 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 really let's we're, we're, let's pay the bills. Yeah, let's pay the bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got, we, we gotta get this shit out. Let's pay the bills. All right, so we got we got, first of all, let's go with the PDX dwellings with uh, Cassandra Skellings. Skelly, yeah. Skelly. Uh, Cassandra's amazing. She's uh, you know helping some some peeps out in our community uh, find some homes or look at some homes. So. Um, you know, hopefully that goes super well for, for everyone. Interested in buying, selling. Uh, this is, this is a friend of the podcast and a friend of the community and let's, let's help her out. Um, well, and then also Katie's Tasty Treats. Katie's, Katie's Tasty Treats. Katie with an I. Katie with an I. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, make sure that you hit up Jesse or Katie and, and see what you can do about, uh, getting some delicious grub on. Um, that'll get you a, a little, a little stoned. Insiders information. Go ahead. I've got uh, my hundred dollar package coming in on Monday. Outstanding. Yeah, another hundred dollar package. Another hundo. Uh, so, if you know me and you want a little something, something, dude, you got free ninety nine over here. Beam is in the spirit of giving. <laughs> uh, strike while the iron's hot. If you'd like to to get in on the the Katie's tasty treats, uh, hunt down Beam or reach out to Katie and uh, and yeah. get some of your own. And and maybe give up to give them out to the rest of the community. Maybe we can get everyone giving out to Katie's treats. Dude, it's let's just 
It's all about helping the homies out. Absolutely. All right. Back to the tea ball, uh, the, the tea bag. <laughs> That's back to tea bag. <laughs> um, you know, not for nothing, right? Tea bag has really, really um, done something here. You know, uh, who's the pitcher? Um, I think it was from the Reds. They had to lower the mound for. Uh, you are thinking of a Bob Gibson, and he played for the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay, Cardinals. Red team. Red, red team, team. Red team, 70s. Yeah. Um, like, they literally had to change the rules around him because he was so dominant. And, I it, look, as a competitor, as a defender, as a as a, well, a normally playing catcher, but, you know, haven't been doing that lately, watching that kick is so frustrating because it's legitimate. And you really can't defend it. Well, you can. Yeah. Um, so really the the trick is uh, you play it a couple of different ways. You make sure that whoever's in front of him gets on base and slows him up. Well, yeah, you can't when he's batting leadoff. When he's batting leadoff, you, just allow it. You know, right. just make sure he doesn't get an extra base. Don't make the throw if you don't if you don't have it. Um, but as a third baseman, as as when he's leading off. My immediate thought process is to charge that ball like I am a bunt. Right. You know, so uh, just assume that that's going to be the, the kick. Mm-hmm. And if he kicks it over you or kicks it by you, then, you know, he's on first base anyway. Right. So there's no, nothing, you know, right. gained, no, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right. So um, just make sure you're not overthrowing the ball. Right. Give him a double. Let him just run around the bases. It's super annoying, but he's really good at it. Yeah. And, um, so, so we talked about this with Paul. He just kind of made mention of it, right? No, I think it was with Eric that well, we Eric. were talking about it. Wait. And and uh, he he said point blank, and, and it was at Teabag's request. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because Eric Eric said uh, you know talked to uh, you know Travis about it, and and Travis had said you know hey, listen if you're gonna make a rule, just make sure you call it the Teabag rule or oh. or the Travis rule, you oh, know I whatever know. whatever it is. But he wants to make sure it's named after him, so. Is that kind of like giving yourself your own nickname? I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not 100% sure what the, the, the history, the origin of, uh, of the teabag name uh, is. I don't so. know either, but it's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so going forward, uh, the next season of kickball, the teabag rule may be in effect. Uh, so for all you male munters, yeah. <laughs> um, look out. Professional ground ball kickers, right. I'll refer to them right. as. And actually, listen, I, I think Zach's getting pretty good at that little ground ball to third, too. So I like that's Zach Frey. It's been a while since Does we've it. mentioned him. I heard he just started shaving. He did, yeah. I, so he, he's finally turned 16. That's what I heard. So, um, or turning 16. Like the 19th? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not quite his golden birthday or whatever it is. I mean, from what I understood, it was a graduation deal <laughs> uh, that was coming up. I don't know. Yeah, but if, if you see Zach at, at any point in the near uh, the, the next couple of days, make sure you uh, give him a, a nice birthday shout out. Right, and and maybe a beer because might be his first ever. It may it I may be his first. Legally allowed to drink yet? Sure. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? He's he's a mystery. Yeah, we should do is a guess the fray age. <laughs> guess the fray age. <laughs> Here's the next game on Just Kickball. Guess the fray age. We should we should bring up random players from, from kickball and see if you can guess their age without you know without if you don't if you don't oh, already God. know them. This is a dangerous game. 
That's a dangerous game. Right. We wouldn't be okay. able to. Okay, I want, let's, let's do it. You do one, I do one. Right now? Right now. Oh, and then God. maybe they'll correct us. Okay, are we picking Zach right now or are we okay. anyone? Uh, we'll, we'll do Zach. You guess a name, then I guess a name. Okay, so. An age. Uh, I'll take Zach first. Okay. 25. 25. Uh, I will go with. I will, I will do. I will Bob Barker you if Price is right. I'm going to say 24. Ooh, okay. Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go? Uh, on who? You got to you got to give me a name. I got to I got to give you a name. Okay, so uh, I guess I I can go first. Um, let's see. How about red? Uh, thirty three. Thirty three. I think that's a good guess. I'm gonna say thirty four. I'm gonna do okay. the Bob Barker the other way. All right. All right. <laughs> the Bob, the Bob Barker. Bob Barker. The Bob Barker. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's go with. Um. Uh, Meredith. Oh. I'm gonna go with thirty one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, a gentleman. You, you I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go again. 29. Ah, you're right? <laughs> See, this is where it gets slippery. Yeah. You never, you never talk women's age or weight or anything like that. Well, so. she weighs like 115 easily. Yeah, yeah, easily. Just <laughs> on probably, a heavy day. Yeah, on, on a, a heavy, heavy on a, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is quickly uh, devolving I, into I, the worst of conversations. Let's sure. get back to. I'm football. not sure we're gonna have a podcast no, after this one. No. All right. So we got the season ending, right? And what a season, right? It, it was fantastic. It was great to be out on the kickball field again, not playing with a big giant rubber ball. Mm-hmm. We're actually playing regular kickball. Yeah. Um, was this the first and only full season of the year? I know they did a. I know they ended a season, mm-hmm. but did they ever start and end a season this year outside of this, this late fall one? No, I don't think. I mean, other than you know the the the, the giant rubber ball league, right? Um, and varsity gay league did one, and and for all of you guys, uh, gals, men, women, however you identify, I'm sorry, I truly am. We really did drop the ball. We should have covered varsity gay league. Um, I don't think I don't think we were prepared to. Well, in fairness, I mean, listen, we're all doing our best to make sure that we're being responsible during this age of COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, as much as we'd like to get out there and and you know cover the the games as much as we can, um, it's probably not the wisest thing to you know create more exposure for us for right. ourselves. Right. So uh, you know, or for anyone else. So right. you know, I, I don't necessarily feel like we should be too hard on ourselves. Right. Yeah, I guess, yeah, give ourselves a pass on this one. Yeah, why not? Okay, so, well, the one and only full season of uh, legitimate kickball mm-hmm. this fall season is almost is done, except for the tournament. Yeah. We've got a couple weeks to kind of simmer, mm-hmm. think about our actions or inactions, mm-hmm. our decisions to go for ties sure. or... Or wins or losses. I hope, I hope you feel bad. About <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, we we get to sit and think, and it gives you and I plenty of time to just talk kickball and right. what we think like this playoff structure is going to look like. Um, well, let's talk about the season first. Let's talk about the season first. Um, this was. What's that? What's that saying? The cream always rises to the top. The cream or, uh... always rises to the top. <laughs> the Macho Man does a fantastic bit. Have you ever seen the Macho Man do that bit? It's so great. He actually carries a, like a creamer cup I think, with him to the interview. I think you can look it up, and it, and, it, and it's uh, like um, the the tag is when 
when you take a bump of coke? No, it's when the, when the mushrooms kick in. Oh, when the mushrooms <laughs> kick in, yeah. <laughs> when you're with your homie and the mushrooms kick in. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the Macho Man does a, a, a great promo uh, and he brings a, a, a creamer cup with him uh, with Mean Gene Okerlund and it's a fantastic take. Look it up on YouTube. It's worth it. My my Macho Man is dead on, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, um, not you know, if you if if you're looking at the underdog uh, rankings and that's really a reflection of wins and losses. Um, there's some really interesting stuff if you if you're just looking at at how this shook out and the teams we expected to be near and around the top are for the most part all there. Um, departed with three fucking ties is maybe giving me a tummy ache, but uh, um, but everything else, you know, Boone Rally. Um, I didn't know who they were, but I knew who their players were. That five and one's a pretty good season for them. Guar, everybody knows who Guar is. Going four one and one, you know that that's about where they're going to be. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the, the you know the standings right now, I think the the big surprise is probably you know our big city slams not performing as well as boy, I think their players would have anticipated. The, the, I mean, the collection of talent on that would have told you that at least half the games they're winning, you know, they're going to beat one of the best teams. And they took lumps against all of the best teams. That That's a, that's a really interesting, you know, way that one pans out because they've got stellar players. Yeah. And even, you know, the, the parted loss, 8-7, um, for Boots and uh, for, uh, excuse me, Big City Slams, you know, that, that's a close loss. But they took lumps against some of these teams. You know, I think a 4-3 against Boots and Rally is another close one. Uh, number one team per the per the schedule rankings um but still they took a you know they took a lump in against uh kickaholics from what i understand you know not what i understand from what you remember from what i watched mm -hmm. and then uh the guar the guar game against big city slams i don't recall how close that one is i gotta look the score up so that's quick. the thing so they they played boot and rally real close it was three to four they played departed really close seven to eight mm -hmm. um you know the, the games against kickaholics and guar uh, can be, you know, seven two against uh, Guar, kind of a kind of a lumping, you know. You you got to put runs up on the board, and it's, you know, that's really Guar's game. They're gonna go out there, and push yeah. You around they're and, not gonna beat themselves. No. Um. Yeah. So big city slams, finishing two and four. One would have presumed. Looking at that schedule, they could have found three wins. Sure, but at the same time, you know, how does this all shake out if um, you know a team like Boot and Rally ends up with with uh, the season uh, the the season tilt the the schedule that Big City Slams was given? I don't, you know, I don't know, man. Um, looking at looking at Boot and Rally, I think they had three big games. They had Big City Slams, uh, Kickaholic Squar, so. Mm -hmm. Those three games, they fared two and two and two one, and one mm -hmm. right? Uh, pitch slap, gas, grass, and ass. Um, I said that correctly because I read it right. And <laughs> juggernaut, uh, you know, games they should win, right? It, it, you kind of look at that schedule and say, with those players, five and one, realistic, right? right? Yeah, they could they could have lost to any one of those teams, and could have beaten you know any one of those teams as well. So five and one, maybe four and two against that schedule. But definitely three wins no matter what. Big City Slams playing that schedule, you know, they go three and three, obviously, because they already lost to those three teams. Um, 
that being Guar, Big City, and Kickaholics. But you know, Big City, you know, crushes Juggernaut, crushes Big uh, Pitch Slap, and and Gas Grass and Ass. Probably a competitive game where they win by five. Yeah, you know, I like I said, I I I think for me, it's just you know. Uh, we can't play the season over again. Mm-hmm. We don't know what each of us would have done against uh, like opponents. Uh, but I think it's fun to speculate. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I look at big city slams and I don't see a, a two and four team. But you know, here they are, and and it's two and four. So yeah, the the, the standings tell you it's two and four. Uh, by far, hands down, toughest schedule out there in kickball this year. This season, yeah, absolutely. Um, and took their lumps on the four losses. Departed going three ties, Kickahawk, Squar, and the surprising one was Virgins. Against the two, three, and five ranked teams. Yeah. So it's um it's it's really kind of interesting how it all played itself out. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, departed with you know Adam playing, you know, with us instead right. of you know it's, instead of you playing three, I haven't taken catcher. Um departed yeah, there there it's a different makeup, not having Audrey for yeah, it, you know, uh, but I have to say, not, not to make excuses, um, but you know, obviously, any of our teams at full strength are going to perform, right. you know, better than what you know they may have without it. So. What about uh, Kickaholics making pretty much a season comeback? Kickaholics started their season off really slowly. They had a bad loss to Guar to start, right? bad and, loss, and um, you know that was a game that you and I covered, mm-hmm. right? It was the first game of the season, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. First game we ever covered is Guar versus Kickaholics. Yeah. So, um, you know, didn't play out the way that I anticipated, but at the same time, Kickaholics was not at full strength. No, they were not at full strength. Uh, looking back at that, um, that was kind of sloppy. It was. Uh, Guar having a lot of, uh, like, muscle memory playing with each other, right? kind of was able to get into the zone faster. Agreed. I also feel, again, not knowing because I don't know 100%, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure that the majority of those players were active during the summertime and probably had a little bit more fresh kickball in them. Maybe. Neither here or there, and that's probably true. But but either way, um, there absolutely was some rust on the field that Mm -hmm. day. And I don't know if that game played today plays out the same way. So that'll be the fun part. That's what we play the playoffs mm-hmm. for. That's what we get to the t- this tournament to do is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of let the let the game play itself out and see mm-hmm. how it all goes. Um, big surprise was Virgins on third base. Virgins is just a fun-loving group of people who uh-huh. play together as a team. They don't try to do too much, and they just have fun. And um, they're, they know how to play. They do. They Absolutely. know how to play. They're making big improvements. Um, they have Yeti at uh, at three. Uh, big, big body. Um, they could go Joey Kosovo at catcher. Um, girls can play. You know, very versatile men. Uh, that was pretty – very, very surprising from them. Uh, let's see what else we got out there. Um, I mean, everything else, looking at the schedule, kind of – Kind of looks like the way I, I would have guessed it. 21 outs going 4-2, and two, but getting smoked by the two good teams on their schedule. And, it, you know, I, I got to be cautious with what I say. I don't mean to insult 21 outs. No, and I, I, I hope that they understand that. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's we're just talking kickball. Right. And, and, you know, hopefully we're all 
not taking it as seriously you know, as and I, you know. And I love Chris <laughs> Percy; he's a great guy. Oh, for sure. Um, Darcy is it and is it Clint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great people. Um, yeah, I, I mean, kind of the season turned out the way I expected it to. Uh, let's so let's see. see. I mean, so you know, we're we're lining up for playoffs here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from what the 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 rumor mill sta- states mm-hmm. that my um, you know the tracks are telling me that uh, we're looking at three brackets. That's that's what I presumed as well, and that's kind of like the big hint. And it's funny because um, you were talking about how you think it's going to be the top four teams, then the next four teams, and the bottom. Five, five teams. teams. So here's here's why. It's because Eric said to me multiple times, does not like teams playing more than two times, you know, on on any given day. Okay. So that I mean that would work out where roughly you know 90 percent of the teams don't play more than two two games. Uh, potentially, everybody only plays two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I my question there is. Do you look at the standings right now and see that it's easier to make that format make sense than it would be to take the top five teams, then the next four teams, and then the next four teams? Hmm. That's an interesting concept. Um, that's that's really interesting. I could see you do that. I could see that being a possibility. Um, the fatal flaw in that is which team do you put in at number five? Okay. Let, let, let we just like bury the lead here. Sure. You want to, we, I mean, it's pretty obvious which are the top four teams, right? Well, I, yeah, in my, in my opinion, I think you have to look at boot and rally, Guar, kickaholics and departed. Right. right. Um, I have a hard time leaving virgins on third base out of that top tier. I, I, I can see why. But at the same time, I do understand that they don't necessarily want to run into a situation where there's players who are on multiple teams mm-hmm. being made to make a choice mm-hmm. on what team they're going to play with. So mm-hmm. that would be the only reason why I could see them deciding to go four teams on top. I mean, if you did five teams on top, potentially you have one team play three games in the top. Yeah. Um. Which doesn't make a difference if they're in the top or the bottom. Uh, which team make plays three games? No, I, I don't really think it does. I, I'm not trying to make a hard line here, but I think it's pretty clear that Virgins would be much, much more competitive against 21 outs, um, the big city slams of the world, than they would be against Guar, Kickholics, and Boot Rally. So how about this uh, for a scenario? Instead of putting the top five teams on, how about we do the top four, then the middle five, and then the bottom four? I like this scenario here because then you've got Virgins, 21 outs, Gas, Grass, and Ass, Juggernaut, and Big City Slams Ah, facing off. that, That looks like a lot more fun. Now here's the fun part here is that then you give Virgins a buy the first round mm-hmm. and to me deservedly so they're absolutely. four one and one absolutely at this point they've got a competitive advantage being able to have that buy by going into it Boy, i think that makes a lot of sense that makes a ton of sense um that is so so good that really does make a lot of sense 
you put those those that middle bracket where really all the teams that aren't in the top four but not in the top and not in the bottom four, mm-hmm. that's really where they're all at. You know, that's that's the meat and potatoes of, of the of the league is that middle pack. And games between between those teams in the middle, if you just look back at the score between like um, gas, grass, and ass playing pitch slap, that was a 12-11 game. Um, big uh, big city slams virgins. That was a fourteen or seventeen ten uh, for Virgin's first game back. You know, I, I think if they play now, that's a completely different game. Way more, way more competitive. Um, I saw Chris Percy at the field when uh, twenty one outs was warming up against Big City Slams. I I have to tell you, he felt really disappointed with the outcome of that game. And I think if they play again, I don't know if they can you know, beat big state slams, but, but I know that game's going to be a lot more competitive in score mm-hmm. than what it was. Um, yeah. I think that that middle five teams is so much more interesting to like, to watch and see how that would play out. And I, I would love to see that. And honestly, like I said, I think being able to give virgins on third, the opportunity to have that buy um, really makes a lot of sense considering their record. Yeah. Okay, so let 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 let's just kind of peel it out. Um, so if we go boot rally, Guar, Kickaholic, departed, uh, call them top four. Okay, and then who do we call bottom five? Bottom four. Bottom four. I I think you have to look at the standings and and kind of let that you know dictate it. You know more or less. Um, you know you've got a you know three way tie. You know for with a two and four record, four way oh, tie. Right. With a two and four record, uh, but you got to go. Po- I think you got to go points allowed. As... No, no way, no way. Pitch slap. If you look at pitch slap, dude, they got worked quite a few times because, but they had a tough, the toughest schedule of those, of those. Really, look, look at them play Guar three eight, Virgins uh, eight thirteen, uh, Gas Grass and Ass twelve eleven, Departed seven twenty three, Boot Rally six thirteen. I mean, it's not necessarily their fault that, look, they got the number uh, one team on the record, number four team on the record, number three team on the record, number, number five, five team. team record. The only team they didn't play is Kickaholics. Yeah. So, you know, it, being in that middle of the pack, yeah, they're going to get lumped, you know? Those, yeah. Those are all solid kickaway teams. Even Grass, Grass, and Ass knows how to score runs. So you think you – so you're looking at put, putting Pitch Slap in that middle five, middle five? I think they would be the most deservedly so of the bottom four. Uh, as as it's – you know, as it's written, uh, I'd take my bottom four, um, Juggernaut, Four Seasons Total Landscaping, Murder Hornets, Pitch Please. Okay. I you know I I don't necessarily see any argument against that. Um, I think sometimes it's easier to you know take the the short route the the shortcut route and just go by points allowed and mm-hmm. you know what the standings are, are kind of indicating. But you're right. You know, a strength of and, and Eric's kind of indicated to us that they're they're going to look at the teams and um, you know who they're playing against and how they're playing. Uh, pitch slap is is a better team than you know what their record might indicate. So mm-hmm. uh, not only, not only do I believe them to be a better team, but I think, I think it ends up being a more competitive bottom four. Nobody gets blown out down there. I think pitch slap ends up blowing every one of those bottom four teams out. Um, 
Like I, I, I think if you line them up against like, look at their game against Four Seasons. It's fifteen five against Four Seasons. You know. So question, just philosophically, Uh-oh. you being it's on a be- team. Um, like pitch slap, and you're being given the opportunity to make a decision on which bracket to be in. Would you rather be Ooh. the bottom team in the middle bracket, or would you rather be the top team in the bottom bracket? Um, what am I? Am I a contributor, or am I the team captain? Let's go with the captain first. Okay, team captain. I'm going for uh, going for the upper division. Uh, my my competitive spirit. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. You only get one ver- – you get two versions of, of the beam on your team. Yeah. If I got the clipboard and if I'm a contributor. If I'm a contributor, I'm there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. If I'm the captain, I'm hyper-focused. I'm ready to go in and in. So team captain, I want to go up. You I, know I what's want- interesting is that I know we've had conversations around how much you hate losing. Mm-hmm. And – how much it weighs on you. Mm-hmm. So if you were given the opportunity to give yourself the most likely scenario in which you can walk away with a win at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you would still take the challenge. Absolutely. Over It just wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel right. Be- and by the way, I'm with you 110%. I, I am in no way disagreeing with you on what I would do. Right. Um, you go up, right? I would absolutely go yeah. up. I, I, it, and honestly, if I'm two and four and I'm given the opportunity to play in one tournament, I'd want to play in the one tournament with everyone. So and hope to win. I, I, I look at it as like the satisfaction. I just wouldn't be satisfied mm-hmm. um, if I, if I'm playing down. And not, and not to say the game wouldn't be competitive. Mm-hmm. Those those teams the, on the bottom four, uh, you know. Who am I to, to call you the bottom four? You, you, we're the only ones playing kickball, right? Yeah. I mean, like, above all else, we should be respecting the fact that we're playing kickball. But I, I just I don't know if I'd be satisfied with that win. If I was the number, like, 19, and I got bumped up into that middle pack, like, and, and as the record show, you know, the number 19, in this case, is Big City Slams. Um yeah, I think I think Big City Slams they win the middle pack. I think they might feel a little a little shade that they didn't go up to the top, but I think they would be happy winning. Well, especially considering how the season played itself out, right? You know, if if you know if they had, I I feel like if you ask them, they would rather have it be where the top nine teams you know were in the top bracket. Oh yeah, um, they, I know Big City would prefer to be up in the number one. Yeah, but I think they'd be. Happy to win the middle one, middle bracket. Yeah, and um, this is their first real season together as a group. You know, it's it's a it's a talented group of players, and you know, if if we played the season over again, you know, from scratch with the same teams, um, I'm not sure that Big City you know finishes with the same record. So. Um, if we start over today, I would say it's safe money for them to win four games. Mm. I think they doubled. I think we played with the, the same day. schedule. Same schedule. I think they could have won four games. That's fair. Um, I mean, and not that they couldn't go, win them all, mm-hmm. but you know, just like just like uh, Boot and Rally, they're a solid team with a loss. Yeah, all those teams at the top are good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Virgins, Virgins playing that middle bracket. I think Virgins would be happy winning 
that middle bracket. Well, absolutely. And I also feel like that if they go with the five in the middle playing against one another, mm-hmm. I really feel like any one of those teams can win. All right, who do we call in the, fr- in the middle five? Are we picking winners or, 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 no, or no, no winners? No, no winners. winners who, who are we calling in the middle five? Who's, who, who who's the middle five? middle five? I think Virgins on third, Easy. twenty-one outs, yep. gas, grass, and ass. Always. Big city slams. Yep. And pitch slap. See, I think I think after uh, you've totally convinced me after looking at pitch slaps, right. you know, schedule might be first time in six months you've agreed with me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna feel so good tonight. Yeah. Um, Every now and then you make good points. Yeah, I'll try. I'll reward you. Oh, little back rub later. You can make a girl blush. You know that. <laughs> so we have that. What do we got? Honestly, I don't know if we really want to circle around this too much. We've got so much time between now and when playoffs start. We might even have two episodes. I th- honestly, I'm I I have nothing but time. I'm taking some vacation. Mm-hmm. Between Christmas and and New Year's, Look at you, big um, boy. you know, I'd love to sit down and, and shoot the, the breeze with you, and and you know, maybe underdog throws the schedule out, or maybe Dude. maybe you and I have some special holiday episodes that we want to do. Maybe we buy Paul a pizza. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we give Paul a pizza review and whiskey. And yeah, pizza and whiskey for Paul. No knife. No knife. <laughs> no. Um, no, but that's a, it's okay. It's all right. He didn't he didn't want a knife. He didn't want a knife. He didn't want a knife. Bastard. Um, well, I have my rankings out. Let's do it. You want to do it? Let's let's finish the show. Wow, as he hits the table. Beans. Um, let's finish the show with beams. Ugh. Top ten. Oh, they coming out. Oh man, I gotta get comfy here. So, uh, how are we gonna do it this time? Well, don't piss off Diddy. That's all right. So we're we are going to save number one for last. <laughs> Let's um, do this traditionally. Do you want? Uh, how about I'll give you the actual rankings later on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how it changed. Okay, sounds like a plan. So uh, let's start it off with number ten. Number ten, pitch slap. Pitch slap comes in at the ten spot. Number nine, gas, grass, and ass. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I think four for four with saying gas, grass, and ass. Beam finally getting the name right. Number nine, gas, grass, and ass. Hmm. Number eight. Um, may have totally butchered this. Uh-oh. Might need some editing on this one. All right. I'm going to stall for a second <laughs> as Beam reconsiders his rankings. Okay. You know, we might have to edit this one out. All right. But let's go back to number 10. And um, apologies. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize. Maybe we won't edit this out. We'll just go back to 10. I, and I job. Hey, mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. Let's go number 10. Juggernauts. Juggernaut, number you 10. entered the brackets for the first <laughs> time, and it, it confused me. I'm sorry. I even have it written down. I'm so sorry. Juggernaut plowing in at number 10, confusing beam. <laughs> number 9. Gas, yes, ass, and grass. And, 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 and then he, made, and then he made, makes a mistake with the oh, name. God damn it. It's gas, grass, and ass. <laughs> I think he said gas, mass, and ass. Yeah, fucking all right, so number nine, gas, grass, and ass. Number eight, pitch slap. Pitch slap. <laughs> number eight. Number seven, 21 outs. 21 outs. Number six, big city slams. Big city slams comes in at number six. Now we're cracking into the top five. Number five, virgins on third base. Number five, virgins on third base matched with their standings in the underdog rankings. Number four. Diver- deservedly slow, slow. 
Thai City themselves departed. The departed coming in in the fourth spot by virtue of not being able to win games. Number three. Guar. Guar is in the three spot, which means that there is a new number two. Boots and Rally. Boot and Rally at number two. Uh, guys, I don't know if you've eliminated everyone uh, that's already been named, but I can't imagine that the number one team's been left off this ranking, I think. Kicksaholic. It is Kickaholics. None other than Andrew Ryan's Kickaholics team. That's an interesting top ten. Let me tell you. Let me just cut the cut the shit here. Go ahead. Kickaholics has impressed me. The last three games completely impressed me. Um, Hal, you could you could even go back. How far back do we want to take this? Uh, let's go with the um, let's go with the last five games. The tie with departed got their shit back together, right? Uh, beating up on Murder Hornets. That's a top, that's a you know bottom four tier team, uh, right? Expectedly so. Um, beating up on Boot Rally, the way they the way they took command of that game, just 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 is incredibly impressive. I really think that the tie versus departed mm-hmm. was a like a pole vaulting yep. game for them. It was a rally cry for yep. that team. They knew they could play yep. with the best. Um, and then what they did to, uh, to big city slams um, again, big city slams has players mm-hmm. all over the field. And I went back, I went back and watched basically the last three and a half innings of that game. Kickaholics wasn't fucking around. Nope. Not fucking around. No, they're clearly on a streak. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, you know, the hottest teams tend to do best in playoffs. It'll be really interesting to see how this all shakes down. Um, and, you know, I'm going to give them a good a forgivable loss to Guar. Right? The first game of the season. Yeah, first game of the season. Checking some rust off. They had some subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I don't think we can argue a lot with that, that number one selection. So, um, there you have it, folks. You've got Beam's top ten. Something to think about over the next couple weeks before playoffs. I think that's it. That's that, you got shout outs? You, uh, you know, um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> I, I, I want to shout out to every one of you listening. Thank you guys for sticking with us or joining us whenever you'd like to. Um, you know, if you've stopped listening to the show, hopefully you start listening again. Um, we do this for fun. We do it for you. A uh, big shout out to, to you guys for, for listening. I got we love one. you. Uh, Michelle Judge, I'm sorry. I was supposed to get you your knife today. Did you get a chance to have the podcast? And I totally forgot. That one's on me. Um, I got nothing. Beam, forever apologizing. This is Boom. This is Beam. Bye, Ma. Have a good one.